Funny how. What's going on, Chuckleheads? I am Carlo Guadagnino. My guest today on the Dingo Talk Alumni Tour is going to be Kieran Dunn, class of 2018. Uh, he's also a sponsor of this show, and he's the owner of Maple Shades Outdoor, founder of Maple Shades Outdoor. Um, so if you haven't yet, get over to YouTube and Instagram, follow him, subscribe, like his page. Uh, also, I wanted to announce this week's giveaway is the 10 free breakfast sandwiches. First 10 people in the door that say they are a chucklehead that watches Dingo Talk, they will get a free breakfast sandwich from Harry. Uh, and then out of whoever shows up, if we get all 10, then those names will go into a hat and there'll be a winner picked out in two weeks for the lunch special for a week. Uh, so make sure you get the chambers and you enjoy your breakfast sandwich, then watch the show and then pop over, hit subscribe to my channel, Dingo Talk, KJ's channel, Maple Shades Outdoor. Oh, and he's not gonna be sitting here. It's gonna be, we did this show, we, we were at a friend's house in New Jersey and we ended up linking up for the show and he wanted to do it. So uh, without further ado, the owner and founder and graduate of the two, class of 2018, Karen Dunn. What's going on, Chuckleheads? I am Carlo Guadagnino. This is Dingo Talk, we're on the alumni tour. We're actually in uh, New Jersey. This week on the alumni tour, class of 2018. 18. Kieran Dunn. What's going on guys? Also the founder of Maple Shades Outdoors. Yeah. So we're gonna do a whole kind of two-parter here. One part's gonna be everything, College. your Bethany time and whatnot. And the next part will be all about the company so maryland 2013 what was the recruitment process like what was the school selection process like um so obviously you know i really get recruited to my senior years when all the coaches started coming so i'm from like a real small town like real rural there is some big schools that we play but we're like one of the smallest schools in the state of maryland mm -hmm. um graduating class was like 130. So there was a couple kids, actually it was kind of like Bethany in the fact that there was the majority of the student population played sports. So like I came from a real small school like that. Everybody knew everybody. Yeah, everybody so played. like, yeah, everyone played the same sports. We grew up playing baseball with each other, football with each other. But, uh, so we get to senior year. I was all right. I mean, I was just a big kid from my area. Like it wasn't like a gargantuan, like five nine. I was like two thirty in high school because I wrestled. Mm -hmm. The wrestling coach was like, "You should, you should um, go to college and wrestle." And I was like, "I've been to college like wrestling camps," and I was like, "Nah, like, they're they're crazy workouts." Like, not that I'm lazy. I just enjoy football and I play football my whole life. Yeah, wrestling is just something I haven't stumbled into and be good at. So on the spring, fall, like rest season of football in senior year, I am sitting in class. Coaches call you down to his office. He was a phys ed teacher at the time. We'll be mm -hmm. sitting there, and I mean, there's a lot of the schools that recruited me were in like the MAC, that's basically the eastern side of the state of Pennsylvania, mm -hmm. um, like Lycoming, um, Lebanon Valley. 
like Delaware Valley, small schools like Wesley and Delaware, uh, McDaniel. So they all came visit, sent me down, and gave me their recruiting spiel. Mm -hmm. Same thing, <clears throat> basically from all of them. But like the one coach I really like, like, hey, this dude like really is trying to reach out to me. Was the coach from McDaniel at the time was the offensive line coach. He'd been there for a couple of years, but he originally had played offensive tackle. He started for four years at WU. So I was like, I, was, I mean, I, you know, I'm an offensive lineman. I was going to be an offensive lineman in college. Mm -hmm. So he was like, you know, really showing interest, and I appreciated that because like, it was, I, it was just an awesome experience. He recruited like different. Yeah, it's, it's, different it's way different than. So how you feel some type of way? How did you end up going from being a, in the, on the Mac and outside of Pennsylvania? From nothing? So I got my I applied to McDaniel, didn't get in. Like the coach was like, I tried. And he said, right, freshman, sophomore, high school really screwed me over because I you know was lazy. I was sitting, like junior, senior year, like there's you know you got to pick it up. Yeah, let's go. Um, so that hurt me. Then. I got a letter from Weaver. He, I just, it was like a letter, like a recruitment letter. Like he basically sent it to me, and he asked for film. Um, come to uh, Coach Waters was mm -hmm. my recruiter, so I went to Bethany just on a whim. It was in like eight, May. It might have been like right after graduation. So like I was just, just me on campus walking around with the coaches. It's funny when Coach, I found out Coach Garvey had taken over was at that visit. Mm -hmm. I met my man, had sliced his tendon, cutting an ice cream cake, and had a cast on his hand. That was the first time I ever met Coach Garvey. Yeah. I was like, okay, cool. Yeah, you're. <laughs> yeah, and so, I mean, I didn't, you know, I liked the coaching staff. I always did like Coach Garvey. I mean, I was just kind of doing what you say, and no one really. No, but I'll bother you. Yeah. So. So um, you get the. How does the. So that's the number two? Was no, that was the number one because I only applied to two other schools, which was Bethany and Wesley in Delaware. Okay. I was like, Wesley's way too close to home. Like, I want to get out of here. You know, small town that during my whole life. Gotta go. Gotta go somewhere else. So, like, I, when we came to Bethany on that visit, I was like, I mean, it's a, it's a little. Through the cut. To get here, but once you're here, it's like awesome. Like mm -hmm. it's beautiful. Like I'm in the mountains. I like you know being in the mountains, being outside. It was a great atmosphere. I like the small class size, especially because I came from a small school. So it was easy. It was an easy transition. It was a super easy transition. Um, but when I got there, it was kind of like difficult. Like I didn't fully get in. I had to do the bridge program, mm -hmm. and that's why I met Matt and Pat and you because you were there working this summer. And like that was kind of like first time I've been like that far away from home. You want to explain the bridge program for the people who don't know? Yeah, the bridge program is so basically if you don't meet the standards, but you're pretty darn close with either your SAT score or your GPA your overall GPA, like they'll accept you on terms that you have to complete this. It's like a two week course. I don't think they even have it anymore, right? I'm not sure. It was a two-week course, basically to prove that you could be, you know, you could be a sufficient college student. You learn time management skills, you had assignments, 
and um, that's where I met HT and Miss Chris. Mm -hmm. And Miss Chris was like a godsend, and HT was like because after you got finished the bridge program, you had to pass with an 80, and then you were accepted. Mm -hmm. So like for me, it was I got out of the bridge program. I didn't even have anywhere to live, like because I was so late applying and accepting my offer and doing the bridge program that I didn't do any of the housing stuff. So I got dropped in to good night. I was in hood night freshman year. And I had a roommate for the first semester and then he left. So I had the whole room to myself. It was sweet. Well, I bet you that's a, that's a great experience for... Uh... It was, you know, precursor to living in the house. Cause it was like the same kind of environment. Like Matt was in there. We just kind of took over that place. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, that was wild. But so we get through freshman year. Yeah. How, what changes between freshman year and sophomore year? What kept you at Bethany? You know. So late, actually it was probably mid first semester like I started you know meeting everybody I was the only person I knew when I came to Bethany so I had to, I had to go meet people mm -hmm. so like football team really helped with that and then I started to become friends with my man Ains Ains was the first Alpha Sig actually yeah the first Alpha Sig that I met and like and I met started to come up to the house and I started to meet everybody and like you guys were have me like I would be the only like freshman sitting with you guys at lunch mm -hmm. like just hanging out with the boys and like that I really found a family like this is my this is my family and like I don't want to leave them I also didn't want to leave because I enjoyed playing football still so freshman year the love of football was still there and it was me trying to figure out the system so it was a new experience so I like that challenge that's what brought me back so you, we go through, you join the house. Yeah. Start getting very involved in the house. Yeah. You took some trips. Yeah, I went to um, conference, national conference in St. Louis. Um, that was almost, almost didn't happen the first time because I went twice. The first time I had to drive out there, I drove my car from Maryland. Story last night. Yeah, <laughs> from Maryland to West Virginia, picked up four homies, from the house, hopped in the car. I drove from Bethany, West Virginia to St. Louis, Missouri. And we left at three o'clock in the morning. Like I got to Bethany that night at six. We left at three o'clock in the morning and we got there at noon with mm -hmm. the fall back on time because they're in the central time zone. Yeah, that was rough that was one. A fun trip, that was a rough one. Cause I drove the whole way there and back. Literally, so I had Chris Davis and Jamar with me, mm -hmm. and they slept the whole way in both ways. Oh, so you were just driving by yourself? Basically. I mean, when, and it's funny because when you got out to, like, Indiana, so flat out there, mm -hmm. that, like, you could take your hand off the steering wheel and you'd just be coasting. It was just such, it, that made it so monotonous and long. E well, easy but dangerous at the same yes, time. Yes, yes. And then the next year, Alpha Seeks, like, nationals say, hey, we're going to pay for you because you're out of the, re like, zone, what they call it, mileage, mm -hmm. for you, that we won't pay for you 
um, fly. So we got to fly, which was sweet. Except for yet again, it was at three o'clock in the morning in the Pittsburgh airport. Like, she could uh, be there at like two thirty. Yeah, it was rough. one. We and we went, like all the guys were at the house, and I went mm -hmm. with a different group that were a little more rowdy. Um, so like we we were there that night. We drank. Mm -hmm. So we probably we were probably got like an hour of sleep. I had a layover in Detroit. Um, and we were there. It was easy. Except for there were some people on that flight that was their first time flying. Yeah, I'm not a flyer. Yeah, they got a little sketchy. Yeah, I don't fly. Especially coming in Detroit because we had some turbulence because it was January. Mm -hmm. So... I mean, we're gonna, we're gonna go towards the end of the first part because I'm gonna wrap up both of the questions, the big questions that I want to ask. Right. Why Bethany? And why Division Three? Um, I think uh, to answer that, I have to answer why Division Three first. Okay. Um. So as a kid, you grow up and you're like you play a sport and you're like well I just want to go to division one and I want to get a full ride and then like for me it was I had a real realization in eighth grade that I was five nine in eighth grade and I stopped growing but I was still like a you know mm -hmm. pretty physical and fundamentally sound player and didn't have the size for D one, didn't have the size for D two. D three, yeah. I can still play, have fun and the game I love for four more years um, and then that led me to Bethany where it was such a tight-knit community there was always someone there in your corner to help you mm -hmm. like I can tell you that I don't know if I didn't meet Miss Chris and HT in the bridge program like they they changed my whole perspective on being away from home like you don't have to feel homesick because you have a family Everyone's willing to work out, work with you, look out for you, make sure you're getting through. Like, it was just an environment that I couldn't duplicate like, yeah. in any other college, and like I just fell in love with being in the area. I, it was nice to have so many close friends like, coming down, coming home to a house full of your brothers, your best friends, mm -hmm. just mess around all the time. Here we we'll are all some, these years later. Yeah, we're here Jersey. we are. We're in Jersey <laughs> Matt's house. Yeah. Hanging out with the four family. brothers. Yeah, three of us. It's, uh, it's been a... But go ahead and continue. So you were saying that the, the bonds and everything that you make at Bethany, they really are to... I got lifelong friends now. Yeah. Like, like, I met you guys, God knows how many. It's probably been six, seven years now. Somewhere around. For me. Came in freshman year, slowly got to meet everybody, mm -hmm. and like just hook line sinker. You guys are like I was involved in stuff with the house. Like I got to come to some events and I wasn't even like like I hang out with you guys at philanthropy events. Mm -hmm. You were always around. Yeah, I mean that like was, that was a cool thing. You were very outgoing and we were always around. Yeah, that's like the one thing I wish. Like when I like it, it got away from that mod like junior, senior year, where boys were just coming up, like, to party. Yeah. And... But things change, you know? Yeah, it does. We look at, th we look at things differently now than we did 
Yeah. I just appreciated these friendships more because you guys yeah. just took me in. As, I mean, I was a freaking 18 year old. With a mohawk. With, no, I didn't have a mohawk then. I just had to um, just get a one all around. Just shave my head. Now look at that head of hair. Yeah. Something wild again. But, uh, so this is my, I guess this is your part now. Yeah. You have to send it to yourself. So, you just send it to yourself from a couple months ago. Hey, KJ from a couple months ago. Hit it. What's going on, everybody? This is Kieran Dunn, founder of Maple Shade Outdoors. You're currently watching Dingo Talk with my man, Carlo. If you're anything like me and you're really enjoying this content, you should like and subscribe his page. While you're on YouTube, you should probably just head over and like and subscribe Maple Shade Outdoors. Check out our page. Enjoy some videos and some outdoor content. You might as well hop on Instagram, Facebook, follow us, Maple Shade Outdoors. Now that's enough about me. I'm trying to get back and watch the rest of Dingo Talk. So I'll talk to y'all later. Thanks, KJ and KJ. Thanks for being on the show. Uh, this is Dingo Talk, the alumni tour. I am Carla Guadagnino. This is KJ Dunn, Kieran Dunn. Uh, graduating class of 2018. We left off, we were kind of just talking about the Bethany experience, why Division Three, why... Uh, oh, and make sure you check him out if you haven't noticed the hats. He, Maple Shades Outdoors, you check him out on YouTube, check him out on Instagram. Don't forget that. Yeah, I got a Facebook. Check him out on Instagram, check him out on YouTube. Yeah, I mean, Facebook just connected me Instagram. So... KJ is going to talk about kind of the after playing days, and you know, go ahead. So I was I had to take the long way to graduation. So I was there an extra year. That first semester, I was actually physically at school. Mm -hmm. um, and I worked, did my work study job. I helped coach. So I was like, I want to coach when I'm done. Like I still love the game. Like, this is what I want to like, do. This is what I want to do. So, did that, and then I got a text message from one of my old high school coaches asking me if I wanted to coach our line, and I was like, "Are you serious?" And he was like, "Yeah, man." He said, "It's all yours." He said, "You have free reign. Do whatever you want." I was like, "I was like, that's awesome. Like, I'm pumped. Like, I can't I'm wait." Getting into like, coaching, it's all we, gonna. We did our summer stuff. I didn't really have like a full-time job after I got out of college. I worked at a minor league baseball facility and I was a groundskeeper. So that was a pretty sweet job. Yeah. Um, if I could have got paid more, I don't know, I might, might have stayed doing something like that. Um, so kind of bouncing between jobs. I worked at an outdoor store, you know, hunting fishing. Right up my um, alley. Yeah, right up my alley. So like I had time to coach then. Mm -hmm. um, I got through one season. It was a rough one, um, the first season, because I coached two seasons to high school. Okay. First one was a rough one, um, because these kids, I had such a, like, physically talented group, but, like, they were just lazy. They're high school kids. Yeah. I mean, they just don't understand, like, I'm doing college drills, because that's fresh on my mind, I'm doing college drills with them, and mm -hmm. they're just not getting in. Like, some of the seniors, the one kid I had was, like, six, five, 330 and he got a full ride scholarship to a division two school but if he actually would have worked he would have probably done he would have been high division one I mean the kid had the size 
And then it was just stuff like that it got me frustrated. So I came back the next year. I told him I committed to coming back the next year. Mm -hmm. um, but at the time, was it? Spring of that off season, the first mm -hmm. year's off season. I got a job at the outdoor store when I met my girlfriend. Actually, probably 2019. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. So I met her, um, working at that outdoor store. Boom, surprise, she's pregnant. I was like, oh, I got rolled with punches now. So I'm looking for a new job. I'm looking for like an adult job where I get benefits. I'm like trying mm -hmm. to get benefits. So I got this job now. And I tried to coach, but I could only be there on Fridays. So like it wasn't fair to the kids, so I just hung it up this year. Yeah. And I was like, I, eventually I want to get back to coaching, but right now it's the Thunder Cards. So like, done coaching. I'm at this new job where I'm working nine to five. I'm mm -hmm. a recreation program coordinator, basically my degree. Yeah, so you're applying your degree. Yeah, so literally my degree is my job. But to a T, if you describe the degree, it'd be my job title. Um, so I'm doing this. I get school because I get to do youth sports. I got run a youth basketball league. I'm in charge of the pools. Mm -hmm. That's cool. Um, I wish I had more stuff, more time for like coaching or like Maple Shade Outdoors. So that brings me to, I wasn't coaching anymore. And how, yeah, I, I was say, like, how does Maple Shade Outdoors become? I was bored. I didn't know what I should do. <laughs> I was bored and decided I was going to throw myself on. No, yeah, or well, like, and I was, when it was kind of like sparked when I started working at this outdoor store because mm -hmm. they gave me the opportunity to be the bed technician and work on all the beds that came in. So like, I started tinkering with my, I bought a brand new bell. I brought a 2018 Matthews Triax and that is my baby. I tinker with it, like just from things they taught me. So like that obsession kind of sparked, like the fact that I just love to work on those. Mm -hmm. I love like always trying to get better at it. Cause it's, that's just one of those sports that kind of replaced the spot of football. It's something that I can still be competitive at but it's like, it's a relaxing time for me to shoot my bow. Mm -hmm. like it's like a stress it's like reliever. Yeah. Um, but then it's something that you can see improvement on. So it's like, for me, it was like football. That's how I use football. So talk about the, the beginning, like the growth of the company. I mean, you got, you are now in, uh, what? Year two. Year two in three yeah, states, so right? Two states. Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania and Maryland. So um, started it, it was just me. Mm -hmm. Um, I think I got, I paid like $5 to get my logo done in the beginning. Um, it was just me and I was just kind of going, it was, I fell in an off season. So it was in between the end of deer season and being turkey season. So I was okay. just doing like prep work, like putting mineral out and filming stuff doing that kind of stuff. Um, and then it got into the season last year where I was like, well, I can get this camera arm for my phone, put the camera on arm out in the tree mm -hmm. to be a tape hunt with my phone. So I started doing that. Um, I didn't really know what I was doing. I watched a lot of like professional videos like on YouTube. And how they were how they were like what they were doing with the cameras, like what they were focusing on, how they were telling the story. Because like, I got lucky. If I'm watching a hunting show I like for it to tell a story. So mm -hmm. I tried to make my videos like I tried to learn from that at first. So it was pretty like cookie cutter my videos at first. 
Like I didn't really, I think I was more focused on the filming last year than I was the actual hunting. Yeah. So like I only killed, I only got a shot at one deer. That was it all year and that was in October. But it was the first, my first animal with my new bow taken. So like, that was a cool experience and I got, mm -hmm. got it on film. Um, the first one was rough to watch because I, I didn't edit it because I was just so pumped. And just boom out. No, I did edit it tiny, like a tiny bit because I, I was just so pumped that I shot a deer. So like, at this time I had brought along my, a little in the fraternity actually, Chad Wagner, mm -hmm. the wagon. He, he had approached me and said, hey, he said, I'll, it'd be awesome if you you know, I could do some stuff for you, like throw some content. And I was like, well, do you want to be a pro staff guy? He was like, absolutely. So he jumped on it. He watches the video. And he's like, um, I can't believe YouTube let you post that. And I was like, what are you talking about? Like, he texted me. I was like, what's wrong? What's wrong with it? He goes, this is probably should be more geared to like family stuff. You dropped like four F-bombs because you were so excited. <laughs> and I was like, dang, you're right. I was like, got to improve so like the first year was a little rough and then we're getting into this year and I'm focusing more on deer hunting than I am filming like if I see like if I know I'm going out to plant a food plot mm -hmm. and it's convenient for me like but I it, it's not going to ruin my whole work day I'll bring the camera out and get a couple shots so like I got a real camera this time like I don't use my phone anymore like a nice mic a nice camera arm for in the tree like, so I am focusing on the filming, but I think it'll help me focus more on the storytelling. Yeah. Because I see that it's more That's where you want going to towards the industry. Like, the guys want to tell a story. So, like, I... And people want to hear a story. Yeah, people want to hear... They don't just want to see you kill something. Like, that's, that's just not how America is. Like, and that's all right. But, yeah. like, people still make it interesting. So, like, and last year was mainly just me personally. YouTube because mm -hmm. I really have all the guys so when we found out that I, uh, my girlfriend was pregnant we found out and I sat down with Chad and I was like so I probably won't have much time to like be able to do stuff this year like promote content like he's working all the time too so I was like do you, you want to bring some other guys on and he was like yeah I was like how many I said I'm thinking like four, and he talked me down to three, which is a pretty good idea at first because I didn't really know how to manage it. Because mm -hmm. um, I was like trying, it's like it's my baby, it's my company, like, you know. Yeah. Sometimes it's easier if you do things yourself. But then I like start, now you have to start like relying on it because I don't have as much time to put in as like my one. So we had an applicant, sorry, let me, let me backtrack. I see myself. Hey, it's your show, man. Right now. It's your um, show. I want to hear the story. So when Wagon and I discussed, we we decided on three. And he was like, well, how are we? We're not just going to pick people, right? And I was like, no. I said, I, I kind of want to put like a little application together. So I went on my notes on my phone and I typed up like a little questionnaire. Like, do you hunt? Or how long have you hunted? Do you have the ability to film your hunts? And then it was, what state do you hunt? Just like five quick questions, just yeah. to get like a background knowledge. So, I had a couple, you know, a couple friends apply. Um, Matt always 
bro, let me in. Like, did you apply? He was like, no. I was like, So went through the applications and actually a kid who I met in Bethany, mm -hmm. my freshman year with the bridge program, Jason Baker applied and he had just smoked this like monster, like, Washington County, Pennsylvania temple, like big, okay. big fella. They posted a picture of it because I had followed him on my regular Instagram. And he applied and I was like, oh word. He has a camera, he films his hunts already. Like he would be a great addition. So that's been number one. Um, Chad picked, I let Chad pick the next one and then we kind of picked the last one together. together. Yeah. Um, so the next one was his, one of his good buddies, Max. I'm not gonna try to say Max's name because I don't want to butcher it. <laughs> but Max is Max. Max, Max K. Max K. He's cool. Wagon's buddy, like best friend from back home. Mm -hmm. Yeah, super cool. And he he hunts like, and he killed a turkey this year. He killed a deer last year. Like he's not just hanging out. Like he gets work done. Um, and him and Chad are so close together that I just thought it was great because they can go film each other. Mm -hmm. and Chad said he was like, we've brought out the camera before and like we shot a tree. And he said I think this would be a great idea. So I was like, awesome, we'll go with it. I said we'll roll with it. And then we picked the last one. And it was a buddy that I worked with at the outdoor store, and he was like, he did their commercials. He's David from all these places. That's my boy. Okay. Um, worked with him, became pretty good friends, and like we always talked about hunting, like all the time. So he applied, and Chad was like, I like this. Like Chad met him actually when he came down. Um, he was like, I like what he has to offer. Like he, he doesn't only like deer hunt and turkey hunt. He waterfowl hunts like me. He's close to me, like he's only like 15, 20 minutes at max. Like it would drive so we could hunt with each other. Mm -hmm. So that was nice. And then Jason got enough work done that he didn't like, he didn't need to hunt with anybody else. He hunts with his brother, which is cool. Yes, yeah. I've met his brother, he's a nice guy. But yeah, it's, it's sweet having those five extra guys. Because now it's, you have There's a lot five of, time of us. Uh, yeah, so I, I have time to be a dad, I have time to do my work. Yeah. But then, like, I'm not worried because. I really only have the weekends to kind of do my stuff yeah. deer hunting and like summer like it was like I was going down every other weekend and like that was it that's all I did all day like went down 7 o'clock in the morning and worked until freaking 4 o'clock now so tired. you've been out once so far. I've only been out once Maryland's opening day opened September 11th in the county that I hunt in yeah um we went out. I didn't get to because that was Friday, so I didn't. Because I worked, didn't get to go. Yeah. I, was, I was all right, you know. That night, Friday night, because I knew we were going to go Saturday morning. Um, I went out and I shot some film with me, you know, shooting my bow, the last little tune up, packed the truck, me like a, you know, yeah, a little promo. Little, little, yeah, yeah, yeah. Packed the truck. Mm -hmm. Yeah, got everything ready. Filmed a little bit, so I got some film ready for tomorrow. Like. A, yeah, starting to tell the story. Um, went in this new set that I just hung. Sweet set, I think, personally. But, you know, I could be wrong. <laughs> um, it's a little hang-on. But uh, first time I ever used a hang-on, so I wanted to test it out in the morning. Mm -hmm. um, see how comfortable it is. See, and it was a new stand, so I wanted to see where deer came. 
what the wind's like there. Sat there in the morning, saw one deer, and it was like right before dark, big guy. Mm -hmm. um, all I could see was like his silhouette. And I was like pulling my bow up the street with my string on. And like I see it out of the corner of my eye. He's, I heard a crunch, steps on a leaf. My bow's halfway up the tree and he's looking at me and he just takes off. So that's all I saw in the morning. We come this afternoon. We go home. Me, I was hunting with my girlfriend's dad. Mm -hmm. He got permission to come hunt down my grandma's property where I hunt. Um, went home, relaxed, probably took a nap, honestly, because I was up at 4 o'clock. Um, went down, hunted. Got some good, like, film work. Got to see where the deer were coming. Um, how they were traveling. I sat in a different stand. And saw a big nine point, actually. But he had an agenda and he was out of 90 yards. Mm -hmm. I don't shoot out of 90 yards, it's not ethical. Um, he had an agenda. So I have that video, like backlog right now, because like, I did like work on a, like a new intro to my video. Mm -hmm. So that's a little surprise that no one really knew make me give away my secrets that I am now we're like now we have like a set video intro like you can see for like a season on a TV show mm -hmm. TV show because the way I have it is deer season to the next deer season is like that's season one so like I incorporated deer hunting and turkey hunting and a lot of fishing in season one mm -hmm. and then season two will be the same kind of concept um, it might be I'm going Matt actually invited me up to go to New York in October so I'm going to bring some film no I got the go ahead oh yeah I missed that one yeah um, <laughs> so I got the go ahead so I'm going to bring my film stuff and I'll film him he'll film me that'll be a good one yeah it'll be nice because self-filming is so hard because mm -hmm. you got to focus on you gotta lead the camera. Mm -hmm. You gotta lead the animal with the camera. You have to zoom in all the time. And you have to make sure, basically, if the camera can shoot it, you can. If the camera can't shoot it, you can. And you have to, you play the camera, basically. So you can't get over there inside. Like, you want you want to get your, the action on camera so you don't, you know, miss a frame. So when there's merch coming. There is merch coming. Um, Big merch. Yeah, we, we took a poll the other day, um, which you guys can see it on Instagram. Actually, I don't even know when this is going up, so it doesn't matter. Um, Still, we should. By then, the merch might be... No, I'm just, I haven't even started the pre-order process. What might we want? Like, the yeah. show. So, you guys were a focus group. For those of you who participated, um, obviously, like I said, I don't know when it's going out. So, mm -hmm. it was a while ago, I guess, maybe. Maybe. Or just recently. Yes. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Uh, and I used everyone on Instagram as a focus group. I produced what was it? Six, six or seven. So six. no, yeah, it was three different colors, two, three different colors. Mm -hmm. um, we kind of got like a new little like just a design for a shirt logo. You know, you got to keep it interesting. Then we have our normal logo on the sweatshirts. And the the one we just designed a big like diamond on the front with. Uh, the logo and it says Maple Shade Outdoors with mountains in the background. 
And then the other one is just the traditional small patch on the front, mm -hmm. Maple Shade Outdoors logo, and a big one on the back. Um, and we're going to do black, like an OD green, kind of similar to the hats. Mm -hmm. And then I was thinking about doing an orange, but I don't know, it didn't get very many folks. So just still deciding on that one. I'll take that orange and I'll take the other one. Yeah, I know you said that. Um, so we're going to offer, get, I guess if I do the orange, you can either get, you can make your choice of an OD green, black, or orange sweatshirt. You get your choice of the logo. And we're going to do pre-orders. So like, you have to message Maple Shade Outdoors. Mm -hmm. Say, hey, I want the black hoodie with the charcoal diamond logo on it. And I'm thinking, we're still worried about pricing, so I don't want to say anything right now. No. Be wrong. Um, and then either pay me through Venmo or PayPal. It's pre-ordered, and then I'll keep everybody updated on it. When they come on? When they come out. So it's basically pre-order only, I think. It, I haven't decided yet. Don't quote me. Yeah, don't quote me. Depending on when this comes out, yeah, it could either Cause, be because like I have a, pr I don't know, I have still talking about everybody because like mm. we're a group, yeah, we're a team, so yeah, we talk about things. Um, so we got to talk about it. So I just see what they think. Cause they gave some awesome feedback on the ideas for sweatshirts, and I'm like, hey, if you guys have some ideas, like just hit me with one. Like, I don't care. I was like, it, like I'm not the only one. No, it's a it's a yeah, word group. Yeah. So they have. So anything you'd like to send it off with before I send it to Mr. Chambers. Mr. Chambers? I miss that sweet man. I'll tell him he said that. I appreciate that. I am Carla Guadagnino. This is the Dingo Talk Alumni Tour. KJ here and done. Class of 2018. Uh, owner and founder of Maple Shades Outdoors, if you haven't yet, YouTube, Maple Shades Outdoors, Instagram, Maple Shades Outdoors. While you're over there, go to Dingo Talk, hit subscribe, hit subscribe to KJ, please. Uh, and I guess that's it. We'll see you, we'll see you later, Chuckleheads, whenever this comes out. Yeah. But regardless, the show always ends the same way. So go ahead, Harry Chambers, take it away. Hi, I'm Harry Chambers, and you've just watched another exciting episode of Dingo Talk with your host, Carlo Guadagnino from Bethany, West Virginia, home of Chambers General Store, where you can stop in Monday through Friday, 6A to 5P, or on Saturday, 6A to noon, and pick up one of our famous $1 sandwiches, or try one of our exciting daily lunch specials. We also offer hot breakfast sandwiches and fresh sausage biscuits and gravy all day long. So next time you're through Bethany, stop in and see us.